Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Property Investor Podcast, where it's my job to introduce you to people from the world of commercial property. We're talking with investors and thought leaders about their experiences of the commercial property world and sharing our own lessons from the last 20 years to give you practical know-how so that you can follow in their footsteps. If you've ever thought commercial could be your next step, but it just seems too confusing and opaque, then you've come to the right place. There are so many exciting opportunities in this dynamic sector, and I'm looking forward to pulling back the curtain and sharing them with you. We do review goals regularly, and doing this process specifically for the podcast audience has forced me to pay a bit more attention to what we've done and what we haven't done. Hello, welcome back to the CPI podcast. Right, well, we're right in the middle of December now. In fact, nearing the end of it. So it's time for reviews, isn't it? And this time last year, I gave you a little bit of a a rundown of what 2022 had been like for us and also what our plans were for 2023. So I thought only right that I review our goals, however painful or uplifting that might be, and share some of our plans, our our expectations for 2024. And for some of you, you're going to be interested, some of you are not. But basically, this is a way of me just sharing with you some of the things that we've been doing. And also, to be honest, to give myself some accountability. So let's go back to last year. The four things that I shared with you that we were going to try and do during 2023 were, number one, increase our running rate, which is basically our, our turnover on a monthly basis, to 125k a month. And the goal was actually a little bit extended beyond a year. It was to June of 2024, 18 months. So we're, we're part, part, along, part way along that journey. The second one was to really get on top of our three-point plan for energy costs. So the first one was cut unnecessary usage, generate more of our own, and overall increase our income, which kind of relates back to number one. The third one was find another location, something slightly different. And then the fourth was to continue developing the CPI network. So let me just go through those one by one. The first one I talked about there was the 125k. So last year we were excited to reach 100k turnover per month, which had been a long time goal by the summer. And I shared with you that goal of setting 125 a month by summer 24. So in terms of linear growth, by the end of 2023, in order to hit that goal for 24, we should be hitting an interim target of around about 118 per month. Now, we're currently at around about 115, 116. So we're a a little behind, but not too much. The big challenge, though, is we have lost a couple of big space occupiers, which which is taken into account in those figures I just gave you. The plus side, though, is they were very low-end pairs. And what I mean by that is that the, the square foot rate, because there were lease spaces, was very low. So it does give us the opportunity to find new customers paying at market rate, which would make a big difference. But that takes time, and it's also reduced some of our momentum. But I do hope that by the summer they will be finished. And one of those customers has actually gone bust, which isn't unusual in of itself, but they were in a big space. And I plan to redevelop that in a few years' time when the lease came up. So that project will have to come forward if we can't find a single occupant within the first few months of 24. I'll keep you posted on that. The whole st- And the whole story is it develops out over next year, because it's quite interesting. 
we haven't had such a large customer go bust before, or at least on a leased space. So it's going to be interesting to see how that works out. We don't have the keys back yet, so it is still early days, but I'll keep you posted. Now, back to the target rate of 125. That was to come from existing stock and no new purchases. That's to say we didn't allow ourselves to buy turnover to make that target. Another indicator from the year in terms of generating that extra income is our occupancies remain pretty high, with a few locations still sitting around about 100% occupancy for a majority of the year. It'll be interesting to see how we go into 2023. Obviously, economies should be slowing up. I think we're going to see more. Um, we always have churn, people leaving, but usually there's backfilling going on as new customers coming in. I think the decision-making from new customers will take longer. So I do anticipate there'll be a little bit more occup- um, vacancy there or, or longer for units to be let. I mean, we're in a very strong position right now, so it's the best way of going into that if that does happen. So although um, a chunk of our debt was fixed, a chunk was not. So we have had increasing costs on that front, which has been painful, but manageable. So that was also part of the reason for going for that higher target was the anticipation of higher costs. So the second thing was... um, Talking about costs, <laughs> energy. We form part of our 2023 goals on around that whole topic and trying to reduce some of the costs that we were spending or, or the inefficiencies, trying to generate more. And of course, the third one was to try and increase our turnover, which as you've heard, we, we've, we've done reasonably well at. So the energy costs last year, there were a couple of contracts that came up when gas and electric contracts were just completely mad. If you went on to a day rate or not onto a fixed contract, the, the, the numbers were scary. Now, thankfully, we only had to change one um, specific one at those eye-watering rates. We did it for 12 months. It was We were in a difficult situation at the time. So we fixed that up. It's coming to an end at the end of next month. But at the time, if you were forecasting, it was really difficult to work out where these things were going to go. But the long-term futures on gas were stabilising. In fact, they'd come down considerably. So we forecast and budgeted for the rates in general for our heat and energy to double. Now, thankfully, they've come back down below double, but they're still substantially higher than they were. And that was part of the reason for that higher turnover, as I say, to offset those anticipated costs. And when your energy costs are significantly over 100 grand, maybe two, and that doubles, it's going to be painful, right? So we had to make sure that we had good contracts in place, we secured prices as the best we could, and also that we started working on this efficiency stuff. And don't forget, the majority of our customer contracts are inclusive heating and energy costs, which puts us on the hook. However, because we use licenses to occupy as our contracts, we are able to make adjustments much quicker than traditional leases, which is why our income can increase so much over a year. So don't get me wrong, there are some customers who are on lease agreements, and that just means that they have to take care of those utilities but we all have to share that pain. So the third, the three-point plan, as I say, was reduce consumption, generate our own, increase income. 
And on reducing energy consumption, I did mention that in an earlier podcast um, a few weeks ago, we, we've spent heavily this year on better controls, replacing masses of lighting, introducing PIR sensors where we didn't already have some in, in all communal areas across six sites. The first results from that so far are a 13, I think it's 13.8% reduction in electric consumption on a large busy site. And the occupancy on that site's remained the same throughout that two-year period. So basically what I've done is I've looked at the figures for a year before and then a year after, or at least nine or ten months after we put in all those efficiency improvements. So that was that's encouraging. And if, if you're paying a lot on your electric, it does not take long to pay that back. So the, the results on the other buildings is going to take a little bit of time because they were really done all throughout this year. Up to I, when I'm talking about year, by the way, our financial year ends um, end of October. So by the time we got to October, we'd pretty much done all of that work. But it's going to take time for it to come through, so I can relay to you, you know, the differences that that's actually made. Now, on the second point about generate more of our own, well, uh, we failed. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> we haven't put anything else in. We haven't done any installations. We do have biomass and solar and stuff, but we've not increased that, which I'm ashamed to say. But we're gonna have to. We're gonna work on it. We're gonna work on it. The third one was the income or increasing the income, which I covered earlier on. So, in terms of projects, I spoke about finishing off the Dundee project. So there was office space in a connect, actually it wasn't a connecting, in a unit that was adjacent to us, a smaller one that we owned, which at some point I wanted to connect to the main building. And I think around about the time I recorded this last year, we just, Rebecca just secured a great client for that space and it was all hands on deck to get that space ready, to get it connected. And that was all completed. Client moved in in... Um, June of last year or May of last of this year, sorry, and that's been great. So it also pushed us on to pretty much finish the mill. There's a couple of bits just through the back area that's got to be finished off, non-customer-facing spaces, and then um, the building works there are done. At the tax office development, I had put down that we were going to do phase two and three. As it happens, we finished phase two, but not really much has happened in phase three, other than strip out, and there'll be more on that later on. There has been an endless list of projects, though, to get through this year, both in terms of those refurbishments, which I mentioned, or, or those developments, the energy efficiencies, but also on some compliance tools and our internet provision. You see, before, what we used to do was we had switches in all our buildings the internet comes in it goes through a router then it goes through switches and then it either goes through hardwired to the offices or wi-fi and we had for many many years basically leased switches so that we could manage all the internet provision for our different clients give them different access different amounts of speed all these different things a lot of controls in there but they were very expensive to maintain on, on a lease contract. So we decided about 12 months ago that we were going to, um, as those contracts came up on those leased products, we were basically going to replace them by buying hardware ourselves. And the tech had moved on in the industry such that we thought, well, it's becoming more commodity. 
there's less sophistication required in terms of the amount of bandwidth and different things that you, you provide for clients. So we decided to go for a slightly lower tech offer, which didn't give us quite the same amount of um, flexibility, I guess, but equally allowed us to make it more commodity for our customers. And of course, broadband speeds, internet speeds have increased considerably. All our buildings have gigabit lines now, which is something that we've been working on this year as well. And what we've done, as I say, is swapped out all that old tech and put a new kit. And we've bought the hardware. So it's been expensive to get all that done across all our different sites, but now it's in place. It's reduced our ongoing costs and it's improved the... um, the availability of Wi-Fi throughout our locations as well. So big, big job, that one. Quite a lot of money, quite a lot of planning. And of course, you're changing out switches, you're bringing in new switches, you're bringing, we've been exchanging lines to all up to gigabit. And every time you make one of these changes, of course, it could impact customers, certainly on the day that you do it. So it's been difficult to get done, but we're pretty much there. So that was a that was interesting, but also challenging. So that was the, the the third point. So basically, increasing running rate, get on top of our energy costs. Actually, it wasn't the third point, was it? I just threw that one in for nothing. Right, find another location. That was the point, or the third point. So we haven't found another location, and I I'm frustrated about that. Um, but. You know, I've looked, in fact, I was in a planning meeting um, just a day ago looking at a number of options, but nothing's imminent. Having said that, I'm confident we are building a really strong base now to add more buildings to our offer. And a couple of unplanned surprises for this year would be that client going bust, a real pivot at our restaurant location. So something else that came up really during the year, anyone in hospitality most people in hospitality will share with you it's been a tricky few years. Some offers or, or product offerings have fared well. So those high end and some of the convenience end have prospered. But our offer, we were stuck right in the middle at casual dining. And there's been a f- number of uh, fatalities in that sector in the industry. Businesses, well-known businesses in casual dining that are no longer here. It's been challenging. So we've tried to make changes. We've tried to. We have made a lot of changes in there. The changes have been painful. Um, some team members have had to move on, which has been really difficult. But our our offer now has changed from a full on restaurant to basically a coffee bar, a business lounge, licensed venue for events. We've kept that meeting rooms and of course private offices. So it's more akin to our day-to-day business and that's really where we've tried to orientate that now. But it's meant some structural changes, people changes and of course changes within the the space itself. But we're well on with that now. And then the last goal um, was uh, targeted at continuing to develop our CPI network. So this has continued to be exciting and the CPI network has been growing month on month. I think around about the time of the podcast, we just started doing or we're just about to do a networking day. So we've held four of those throughout the year now. Uh, They've been well attended and supported by members of the network. Thanks to everyone that's come along and to those, of course, that have contributed because there's been lots of um, project sharing and stories and different 
um, experiences from people that are in commercial have been shared at those events, which has been exciting and great. And it's been particularly pleasing to see how many of our network members and mastermind members have now moved on to their second or even their third commercial property, which has been really good. So it's been another year of lots of purchases, lots of redevelopment and lettings. And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, then check out the details of our Getting the Swim membership and our Commercial Property Investor Mastermind in the show notes. Right, so that's where we are for some good wins, some missed opportunities from last year. But overall, it has been fairly challenging, but with a lot of external distractions, I guess. And there's been some buffeting wins, but I feel we've made some pretty good progress throughout 23. And going through the process of reviewing this, because I had to listen to last year's podcast, and then kind of, I guess, focus on what did we do, what haven't we done. Of course, it's been reasonably therapeutic, as you can imagine, and some of it's been uncomfortable, but we do review goals regularly. And doing this process specifically for the podcast audience has forced me to pay a bit more attention to what we've done and what we haven't done. So I hope you go through this process too. And if not, then it's then it's new to you. Then there are a few previous episodes about goal setting that I've shared, and I think they might be worth a listen to. So just pop on to our CPI website. If you go to the podcast page, there's a search bar on there now. So if you type in goal setting, all the relevant episodes will turn up and you can just have a listen to the ones that that you want to. And that, of course, goes for anything else that you might be interested in finding out about. So if there's something specific that you like to hear about within commercial, maybe it's a strategy or a specific topic, then if you go to that search bar now, you should be able to find out um, where there's any episodes around that. Now, we've had another 80 episodes this year. There's 200 and this will be 238, 39, something like that. It's a lot of episodes there now and some great content, some really interesting guests that we've brought onto the show. So again, remember, go to our website, pop in the search bar. You'll be able to find lots of different topics in there. Okay, so I'm going to stick my neck out again. Let's move on to 2024. What are our ambitions? Okay, so I've got five things here I'm going to share with you. Obviously, we have lots of mini goals and those goals kind of blend into to-do lists, right? But these are the five kind of key things for this year coming. The first one is centered around the tax office. And I mentioned before we did phase um, we've done phase one, we've done phase two, but not phase three yet. And we've had some occupants either um, downsize or move out from the large lease spaces. So the goal for this year is to, to further develop or redevelop 8,000 square feet. It's a big building. And let that by the end of 24. That means we're going to have to concentrate big time on that. But one of the spaces is seven and a half or or two of the spaces combined are seven and a half thousand square feet. So whether we have to redevelop all of that ourselves or a new leasee comes in and redevelops it, I don't know. But as time goes on and the inquiries come in, we'll be working on lots of that space. So it's 8,000 square feet. That's my goal there. Our seventh location, which we have had for a while, where our tenant has gone bust, um, we're either going to redevelop that into multi-let, which is something that I know that I, I know the building really well. We've actually we bought it in during lockdown, um, 
and there's been a single tenant in there f during that period right up till now, but they've they've now unfortunately ceased trading. And I always knew that building would work as multi-let. In fact, it did do before they moved in, about 10 years before that. So we're either going to redevelop it into multi-let or, to be fair right now, ideally we're going to get one or two clients, new clients who will take that. If we manage to get that seventh location on those 8,000 square feet done, then that's going to smash our turnover targets because there's loads of opportunity there within the existing portfolio. But having said that, I would like to find that eighth building, possibly one or two, and that comes down to the next goal. So that is goal four, reorganising the majority of our finance to allow for more expansion. So ideally, we're going to move more towards private investors and get involved, who get involved, sorry, in the business and reduce, no, start again, Jerry. Ideally, we're going to allow more private investors to get involved and reduce our reliance on high street banks, which will enable us to move quickly on opportunities I'm starting to see. And this is the thing, right? Right now, we're not that agile, certainly not as much as I'd like, because we use high street banks and they are very difficult to get to move in any kind of speed. And it's become increasingly difficult and painful. So this is a big task for me for this year or next year. And I can see a number of opportunities coming our way property wise. And we just need to be able to act on them quicker than it takes for an ice age. <laughs> so that's goal four. And then the fifth one is back to the CPI network again. We've got some great members in the in the organization, some super sponsors and partners who've joined us either already or are doing so early in next year, which is really quite exciting because that means that we can increase the production of the podcast, which is going to improve the quality, improve the types of guests we have on, all moving forward, which is great. Plus, believe it or not, we're actually in the top 1.5% of podcasts worldwide, which is completely nuts. That's according to Listen Notes, which ranks podcasts, funnily enough. It's a global ranking. They've got over 3 million-odd podcasts listed there. So they do a lot of matrix. It's not just about download numbers. It's about engagement and all those other factors. So yeah, we've moved up to one point in the top 1.5%. So I think there's about another 30,000 podcasts in front of us, but nevertheless, um, I'm pleased about that. So thank you all for your support. And with that increased visibility, we are attracting more guests and partners, as I say. So it can only serve to increase experience for both listeners and everyone else involved in the show. So that's great. So we're doubling down on the podcast, continue to seek ways to make it better and the CPI network to make it more valuable for our members. So oh, could I ask one tiny wee thing for Christmas? Just a wee gift you could give me if you've enjoyed this podcast this year. If you haven't left us a review or shared the podcast yet, please do. And let us know you have. Tag us in and we'll share your profile. Now, New Year's often a time for reflection. Make sure you do and don't put that review off until January. Because before you know it, it'll be February. If you make a decision that commercial property is going to be a feature for you in 24, then why not join us at our next full CPI Network Day, which is on the 17th of January. It could be a fantastic way to set yourself up for the year ahead. Right, okay, so my goals for next year, quick summary. Tax office, 8,000 square foot, we're going to get redeveloped. Our seventh location is going to be either redeveloped or let to the occupant. 
want to find the eighth building, reorganize the majority of our finance to bring in more private investors so we can act upon opportunities that I think are starting to appear on the horizon. And in terms of CPI network, we're going to continue focusing on growing the network and growing the podcast. I've not put matrix around that specifics, but nevertheless, um, there's a lot of activity going on there. Okay, so it just remains for me to say thank you for listening. Thank you for um, the team for all your hard work during 23. I'm looking forward to next year and the opportunities it's going to bring. We all need to remain on our A game because it's not going to be easy, I don't think. We need to take time, though, to have fun and enjoy our successes as well. And I'm wishing you every success for 24 and a great festive period for you, your family and your friends. Don't worry, we'll be back with more episodes over the festive break. We haven't missed any Thursday episodes yet and I'm not about to start anytime soon. So I'll give you something to listen to on those long drives or those long walks to work off the excesses of the festive period. Have fun. Thank you.